Duty is defined as a task that one is required to perform, a responsibility, a legal responsibility. You are owed a duty by others at all times, whether a sole person or a huge corporation. You are owed a duty to be safe from negligent, careless, intentional acts that cause you serious damage, death, permanent injury, catastrophic loss. Others have caused a breach, a breach of the duty due you and yours. Your only recourse is to pursue a legal claim. It is impossible to turn back time so that the injury and damage did not occur. Monetary compensation is the only alternative, both to compensate you for your loss but also to confirm the conduct of the wrongdoer. Motor vehicle accidents, slip and fall injuries, assault, dangerous products, workplace injuries, animal bites, defamation, these are a portion of the wrongs that are inflicted on you and yours. Upsitnik and Associates can make the difference. Al Upsitnik has litigated, tried, and settled injury claims throughout the United States in his home state of Pennsylvania, but also New York, Maryland, and Alaska, just to name a few. When duty is breached, contact Upsitnik and Associates to make things right. For you, for yours. Contact them toll-free, 866 391 3299, or visit them on their Facebook page, Opsitnik and Associates, or their website, OpsitniksLaw.com. See the links in the description below for more information. Hello, everyone. Zach's back. Another episode of the Carnival of Randomness is back. It's mid March as I record this, and it was snowing a little bit earlier because. We live in the outer gates of hell here in western New York. In any event, I thought I would take a look at a very interesting and maybe insurmountable movie list task. That would be the bottom 100 on IMDb, the Internet Movie Database. Now, a quick overview. IMDb is a movie rating site and just general information site. But it is up to the users of the site, in addition to actual critics, to give their rankings on movies. And some are very skewed one way or the other, for some reason. And I wanted to take a look at the bottom 100. They have their top 250 for their 250 best movies. This is the bottom 100 as voted by the users of the site to be deemed the worst movies ever made. Starting at 100, going down to number 1, which is the utter, according to IMDb, at least the worst. Your opinions may vary, my opinions may vary, but what I was going to do is take a couple of episodes over time, it's not going to be week to week to week, and take a look at the different movies. I'm really going to focus on the ones I've seen, rather than trash every single movie on there, but I have seen quite a few of these because I tend to watch some very uh, questionable movies. So we're going to start right off. This is part one, 100 to 75, and we start off with the last of the worst, or the best of the worst, I should say, being Exorcist 2, The Heretic, which is obviously a sequel to The Exorcist, with 22,068 votes, it is it receives an average rating of 3.8 out of 10. 
Now, I don't know if you've ever seen the second Exorcist. The first one, especially for the time it came out, was terrifying. It was unlike any movie that had come out up to that point. Unfortunately, it doesn't really hold up well. And the second part, The Heretic, really, the cast didn't want to make it. Like, the author and the writer and the director, they wanted to make it. The cast was very hesitant, and there were several rewrites, and eventually what was brought to the screen was this, uh, just not very good, really kind of tainted the legacy of The Exorcist. Uh, you gotta think the cast was right. Sometimes you just gotta leave things go. It's not always necessary to do a sequel for everything, and unfortunately that's going to be a trend on this list. There's going to be a fair amount of sequels, prequels, origin stories, whatnot. But moving on, 99, I've heard of it, haven't seen it, The Adventures of Pluto Nash, and I believe that's an Eddie Murphy movie in space, renowned for being just bad and weak and weaken the script, and I mean, Eddie Murphy's a fine actor, but sometimes even a fine actor can't save a movie, and according to over 24,500 people that averaged it at a 3.8, it wasn't very good. 98, I talked about in a previous podcast when I did the Versus movies, Ballistic X versus Sever. Never saw it. It just looks like generic action-y movie but, I don't know, there was nothing really about it that made me want to watch it. Uh, 19,202 people say uh, agree with me, 3.7 out of 10. Number 97, Speed 2, Cruise Control. Now, going back to what I said before, you're going to see some sequels, and this is one of the first ones as you count up from the bottom. A remake of the original movie Speed, which in itself wasn't a great movie, but it was an entertaining movie. You've got to know it. Keanu Reeves, uh, Sandra Bullock, and Dennis Hopper playing Dennis Hopper. Madman plants a bomb on a bus. Bomb or bus can't go below 50 miles an hour or kerboom. Speed 2 Cruise Control is basically speed on a boat. I think the only one of the returning cast... It's been a while since I've seen it for good reason. I think it was Sandra Bullock. I don't think they got Keanu Reeves back for it. But anyway, no, I didn't watch it. Tried to. Couldn't really do it. Uh, 96, this is something I've seen. The 1998 version of... Oh, Leroy's walking through. I guess he wanted to weigh his opinion. Is the 1998, I think it was a TV version of The Avengers. Not the Marvel Avengers, but the British show Avengers, which I've never seen, but I've heard is very good and ve held in very high regard to a lot of British TV buffs. Never saw it, uh, but unfortunately it just wasn't very good. Uh, I saw the movie, not the TV show. I do want to watch the TV show. 41,000 people! Average of 3.8 out of 10, so that tells you what you need to know about that. And I don't know, and that's another problem. Can you successfully make a good movie out of a TV show? There have been some, but this one was not one of them, unfortunately. All right, now moving on. We got up to, what, 95 now. Uh, swept Away. 
which I've never seen, but I have heard of. It's a Guy Ritchie movie, which is kind of shocking because he's a pretty good director in a lot of other things. He did uh, the Sherlock Holmes movie, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels Snatch, a lot of good uh, British movies. But this one, I never saw it because I had no desire to. It came out in 2002 starring Madonna, of all people, and Bruce Greenwood, who I actually like, but... Wasn't enough to make me want to watch this movie. Uh, here's the tagline, and this is kind of why I didn't want to watch it. A snooty socialite is stranded on a Mediterranean island with a communist sailor. Uh, didn't sound like anything that would interest me, so I didn't watch it, but uh, over 15,700 people did who saw it did feel the need to rate it, and they average it a 3.7 out of 10. Like I say, never saw it. Not sure if I have any uh, desire to, but, you know, who the hell knows in the future. Might be on TV one day, I might get bored. Uh, moving up, 94, Dance Flick. I'm not sure if this was uh, one of the... And this is another genre that's going to be on this list a lot, I got a feeling. Is the spoof movie. Uh, where they take a bunch of the more popular movies that had come out and basically smash them all up and do spoofs of all of them. Uh, I'm not sure if Dance Flick was one of them. I didn't see it. It came out in 2009, but I know that uh, almost 12,000 people said 3.5. Uh, S. Darko. Now, this is the sequel to Donnie Darko, which was a fantastic movie, in my opinion. But it was a long time between... S. Darko and Donnie Darko, before you know, in between the releases. And I think that is not usually a good thing. Look at the difference between The Godfather 2 and The Godfather 3. I think it was 16 years between those movies coming out and The Godfather 3, like I've said in previous things. I only own it because it came in the box set. Anyway, S. Darko, same way. I watched it. It was kind of meh. 13,000 people say 3.6. So I'm kind of in the boat with them. All right, moving up. 92, another sequel. And I'll bet you all three parts are going to be on this. It's a second of a trio. The Human Centipede 2, full sequence. If you don't know what The Human Centipede was, I'm not going to be the one to tell you. So feel free to look it up if you want to. But needless to say, it was one of those movies that sounded good on paper and then they spawned a bunch of sequels and it just slowly got worse over time. The only thing I will say is it starred a man with quite possibly the coolest name. He unfortunately passed away last year. Dieter Laser. Uh, for all you cheesy sci-fi fans, you will know him as uh, from Lex back in the 80s and 90s. Oh, man. Yeah, just avoid the human centipede. They're just not good. If you want to watch it, don't say I didn't warn you. Uh, 91, another sequel, Teen Wolf 2. Now, Teen Wolf was a classic movie, beloved by many, with Michael J. Fox. Teen Wolf 2, starring Jason Bateman, nothing against him, but it was one of those just, probably just kind of a cash grab. Wasn't very good. Definitely didn't compare to the original. And 10,600 people agree, 3.4. 
And here we go at number 90. Exactly what I was talking about before. The compilation spoof movies. And this one in the, in the 90 spot with 12,800 people saying 3.6 on average is the Hungover Games. So you can kind of tell which two of the mo- which you know are two of the movies that are spoofed in this one. And if you look at the cover, you can see a Ted type character. Those movies can be funny. When they first started to do them, they were funny because they were few and far between, but now it seems like one gets dumped on us every year or so, and it's just completely forced. Number 89, we're out of the bottom 10, so now we're just going to get worse and worse if the viewer, if the reviewers are to believed. Number 89, yeah, okay, I've seen this one, and I know. In the Name of the King, a Dungeon Siege Tale, a 2007 dragon movie with Jason Statham, who's a good actor in his area. Not so much action and dragons mixing. Uh, Ray Liotta was in it, Ron Perlman is in it, and I love both of those guys, but uh, 44,500 people say 3.8, and I don't think they're wrong in that one. Number 88, I can't remember if I've seen it or not, Stan Helsing. Um, Nope, never mind, it was a spoof. It was a spoof compilation. Uh, Came out in 2009. I haven't seen that one that I can remember, and if I have, I don't remember it. 12,600 people were right there with me. They say 3.6. Now, this one, I'm going to butcher the name of it because it's not in English, and I apologize to, I believe it's the people of Iceland? Where's this movie made? Um, No, Turkey. I'm sorry. I saw a name, and I was wrong. It's called Recep Ividek 5, and it looks like it's the fifth of, like, a comedy spoof series. Recep continues his adventures with international athletic games. Never heard of the franchise, never saw the franchise. Maybe one day, but 14,700 people say 3.3. So if you've seen that one, you know, if I'm wrong, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's not, it might be maybe like the, uh, Turkish version of Police Academy. I got a feeling we're going to see one of them or so on here. So, 86. Remember what I said? Sequels, pre-things, origin stories. Well, 86 is an origin story. Street Fighter, The Legend of Chun-Li. For all you video gamers, you know who Chun-Li is. Street Fighter was a movie that came out in the 90s and just through bad luck and a whole bunch of other stuff Read up on that one. It's very interesting. And also, unfortunately for him, it was the last movie of the late, great Raul Julia, who sadly passed away way too young. But he did everything he could to save that movie, but he was so, just so sick. And what, there's tons of YouTube videos on it. Check it out. But this one I never saw because I'm not a huge Origin Stories fan. Obviously, they're they're breaking it down, starting to do some of the big-name characters from the franchise. This was Chun-Li's. Never saw it. 23,000 people say 3.7, so I don't know if I'm going to see it. Now, here's what The Love Guru at 85, which is a Mike Myers movie. I never saw it because I heard that it was just 
just from so many people that it was just horrendously bad, horrendously cheesy. Like I said, I never saw it. But now we're getting into the big ratings. Fifty and a half thousand, that's five zero comma five zero zero, have given this an average of three point eight. And that's I don't know. I like Mike Myers. When he started doing multiple roles, you, you had a feeling it could be going downhill, but for my money, if you want to watch a great Mike Myers movie outside of Wayne's World, watch So I Married an Axe Murderer. Oh, goodness, goodness. 84. Another sequel to a movie that maybe shouldn't have been made in the first place. The Flintstones in Viva Rock Vegas. Now, the original Flintstones movie came out, I think it was John Goodman, Rosie O'Donnell, uh, but this is, yeah, Stephen Baldwin as Barney, and... No, no thanks, I didn't even watch the first one because that's a classic, beloved cartoon, and don't go making a mess, mess out of it with a movie. And 21,700 people agreed, 3.7. 83, Mac and Me. I watched this several times actually it's a 1980s sci-fi-ish movie uh it's about a kid in a wheelchair who befriends an alien that escaped from nasa it's kind of one of those heartfelt-ish movies uh was good for the time definitely doesn't hold up today and that's a lot of the problem with some of these movies uh, 11,500 people say Mac and Me, now 3.4. And what are you going to do? In a lot of these things, it's a question of don't watch a movie you watched when you were a kid because you might get disappointed, and that happens a lot. Number 82, and I'm shocked it isn't higher because it's just so god-awful. Superman 4, The Quest for Peace. This movie is renowned among comic movie people for just being... Just god-awful. You know, you got Christopher Reeve, who was a great Superman. Gene Hackman, who was a great Luthor. Margot Kidder. And just one big steaming pile. I watched it. I barely made it through it. And 43,200 people have given it an average of 3.7. It's a shame because the franchise is good. Christopher Reeve was great in it. Not in that one, but in the franchise in general but unfortunately what are you gonna do now 81 this is a movie i've seen and actually kind of liked it was a remake of the original i think john carpenter the fog yeah the original the fog came out i think in the 80s this one is the one that came out in 2005 a lot of people didn't like it. I didn't think it was that bad. The plot of it is, there's a really thick mist full of ghosts and demons and whatnot, and it settles in off of a town on, what, outside of Oregon, and they basically have to uncover some dark history of the town. Maybe that was it. The plot was a little thin, but honestly, I didn't really mind it, but a lot of other people did. Because 35,000 people gave her an average of 3.7 out of 10. Ah, uh, number 80. Just another horrifying thing that probably shouldn't have happened. Uh, but it does have Ving Rhames and David Hasselhoff in it. And this would be 
the 2012 Piranha 3DD. I think this was the one they tried to do in 3D. And probably just shouldn't have happened anyway. Gary Busey's in it. Christopher Lloyd's in it. But again, this is one of those... Just because you have a lot of big names in your cast doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be a good thing. Prime example, this isn't the one I don't think that had the uh, adult video star, for lack of a better term, in it. But Piranha 3DD, I've seen it. It's terrible. 40,000 people agree with me. 3.7. Alright, we've cracked into the 70s. And... So now we've still, now mind you, we've still been in the threes, and eventually we are going to get down into the twos, and I think even the ones. But not yet. These movies are still clawing above the the 3.0 mark. Uh, this one we've got the 2002 film. It had Jeremy Irons in it, and I like Jeremy Irons, but Dungeons and Dragons. Uh... Doesn't really have anything to do with the franchise, and thank God for that, says all the D&D fans. It was just kind of a name. It was kind of like a dungeon crawler video game made into a movie with bad special effects and slightly not good writing. And 32,000 people agree, and they give it a nice big ol' 3.6. Alrighty, 78 is a movie that... Uh, Ryan and I have talked about both on a podcast and just in general in our lives. It's a video game movie, and there's a reason for that. We are going to do a thing on video game movies. Unfortunately, this one wasn't one of the good ones. It came from a great franchise, but just has been dubbed as one of the most horrifying ones. Uh, number 78 slot belongs to the 1997 if you paid attention to last week's, this is one of those things that made people start to forget the decade of the 90s. Mortal Kombat Annihilation. A sequel, maybe second sequel to the original Mortal Kombat thing. It was just bad. I mean, terrible acting, terrible CG, terrible writing. People going over acting like crazy. Almost 47,000 people are with me. 3.7. Honestly, it's one of those that's so bad it's funny and therefore kind of watchable, but once you realize why you're laughing, just doesn't hold up as much. Number 77, I Know Who Killed Me. I think I saw that one. The, the cover looks familiar. Nope, never mind, I didn't see it because I just looked at the cast. Lindsay Lohan, I know for a fact I've never seen a movie with Lindsay Lohan in it. Uh, but plot, it's a it's one you've heard before. A young woman who was missing reappears, but claims to be someone else entirely. That's all you need to know. It's a thin plot. I don't know much about Lindsay Lohan's acting chops. Um, I'm not a hundred percent sure if she has them. I've never, like I say, I've never seen her in something. She could be a fine actress or actor, as they as everybody wants to be known as now. But Neil McDonough was in it, and I like him, but. Sometimes one person is not enough to save a movie. And uh, I know who killed me. 26,000 people say 3.6. So, you know, it is what it is. Number 76. I've seen this one. I am a huge fan of the star, but this was one of those movies that shouldn't have been remade. 
Uh, it's the 2006 remake of The Wicker Man with Nicolas Cage and Ellen Burstyn, which, who I forgot was in it. But uh, Nicolas Cage, I love. I'm a huge fan of Nicolas Cage. Say what you will about me for that and say what you will about him, but I'm a big fan of him, big fan of his movies. This one wasn't that, wasn't that good. I think it was because it was trying to remake a classic from the 70s, The Wicker Man, which I believe starred the late, great Sir Christopher Lee. Uh, and you got the plot. A sheriff investigating the disappearance of a young girl from a small island discovers there's a larger mystery to solve among the island's secretive neo-pagan community. And, you know, people have probably seen the pictures of the giant Wicker Man with, you know, the people in it. I think Nick Cage was in it at one point. Christopher Lee, I think, was in it at another point in the first movie. Uh, it's just one of those things, I think had it come out without the original Wicker Man having existed, it could have done better, because it is an original plot idea, but so much time had passed between the original and the remake, and I think it was one of those, it was a remake that was given to us without us really asking for it, but, you know, it is what it is, take it for what it's worth, definitely watch the original Wicker Man, though. Oh, good lord. And to close out the bottom 25, we have the 1983 abomination that is Jaws 3D. Ah, uh, yeah, God. I mean, they should have stopped after the first Jaws, but instead they continued making them. And this was the early 80s, so you gotta think they really wanted, you know, to go ham with the action. And put it in 3D. Everybody is, you know, still so hell-bent on 3D, but everybody forgets that, you know, the Three Stooges were doing basic 3D stuff back in the 40s and 50s. But anyways, uh, it's been so long since I've seen it. I've seen it once. So here you go. And obviously Chief Brody is different Chief Brody. This one, I believe, was Dennis Quaid. Uh... A giant 35-foot shark becomes trapped in a SeaWorld theme park, and it's up to the sons of Police Chief Brody to rescue everyone. I think that one sentence kind of sums up everything about that. It was something, again, it was a sequel that was made without our permission... For those of you that liked the original Jaws, you probably have to look at this and kind of shake your head. It's like what people think about with The Godfather 3, uh, with the Joe Besser Three Stooges, and anything that had uh, a fake, the fake Bruce Lee in it after he died and they still put out about three movies with him, quote-unquote, in it. But anyway, let's close this up and keep it going. 39,350 people, for some reason, rate Jaws 3D high at a 3.7 out of 10. So, just looking at that, you see where we're kind of going. There's going to be a lot of sequels, a lot of low-budget knockoffs, a lot of spoof movies, a lot of origin stories... And as we get up to the top, I can just imagine that a lot of movies made simply to make rather than to try to create a good piece of cinema. I know what you're thinking. There are some people on this list that 
you know, will have tried to create a good piece of cinema. But when they try to create something good and it ends up being laughable or terrible, it adds to its charm and really can elevate it to cult status. There are a lot of movies that people are going to argue with me about that I wish would be purged from the face of the earth. But people are going to say, well, you know, by your criteria, it has its charm. Well, that is correct, and I will stand by my words, but there are some movies that, no matter how bad they are, can never wrap around to being good. And in the next part of this one, when we go to from, what would it be, 74 to 50, getting up to the midpoint, we'll take a look at more of them. Uh, if you want, you can Google the IMDb Bottom 100 Take a look, see if you've seen any of them, see if you think I'm full of it, see if you think I was too generous with some of them. And down in the comments, you know, like, subscribe, comment, your usual stuff. Let me know what you think. And there's going to be more movie stuff coming up because movies is just an unending plethora of things to watch, to think about, to enjoy, to not enjoy to block out and then you watch it again years later and you watch 45 minutes of it before you realize you've actually seen it and blocked it out. But on that note, the snow seems to have stopped, at least for the time being, so I'm going to wrap this episode up. Uh, let me know in the comments if there's anything you'd liked, anything that I trashed that you cared for. If you're a Ballistic X vs. Sever fan or Jaws 3D fan, feel free to come at me and we'll discuss it, but... My opinion stands for the moment, and that is just that. Everybody has an opinion, and you know how the rest of that goes. So for everybody here at the Carnival, stay safe, stay happy, stay watching movies, stay listening, and we'll talk to you later.